This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Yes, indeed, he is Scraby, and he is basking in the glow of a victory in today's pop quiz. I feel it. Wrecking Tony Gwynn's birthday, probably entirely. Tony has left the show again. So distraught. <laughs> Too bad he, he has will to come back. back for the big five <laughs> at the bottom of this hour. But, uh, yeah, way to go, Scraby. Woo! All right. You know, I need, I need some champagne. I need some champagne bottles in here, Chris. I'm gonna start popping bottles for my win. You only get apple cider. You're a recovering alcoholic. Yeah, we I'm not gonna like drink the, the champagne. I'm just no, gonna spray don't it all even over want you. you spraying it all over me or anybody else, for that matter. But congratulations on a uh, very exciting a pop quiz victory. That was, uh, that was quite intense. the contest. Intense, intense indeed. Tied at six at the end of regulation. And then Scraby able to name both teams that uh, share the longest playoff drought in Bay. How did you know that? Angels and Tigers. Did you just. You know why? Why? I saw it on Twitter the other day. Ah, all right. Well. And, and, and you asked the question and I kept it pretty cool. Yes, you did. Knowing that I knew. Yeah, very good. But even then, I was still unsure of myself because of my brain and how it works. Angels and Tigers, uh, neither have made the playoffs in seven seasons, and that is the longest drought in Major League Baseball right That's now. That's not so. too bad, though, for overall in a, in a sport, uh, having a team no. with seven, seven no, years. No, just about everybody's had a shot at the postseason in recent memory, but uh, Angels and Tigers now have the longest uh, droughts, and uh, Scraby, uh, good to have that information handy. Yeah, it paid off for you in the tiebreaker. It today. was it was one of those things I just scrolled by and I looked at it for a second and then rolodexed it. Well, good for you, Scraby. I'm uh, I'm proud of you getting Thank a victory you. in the pop quiz. Thank it you. doesn't happen often. That no, is your doesn't. third victory of the entire 2022 calendar year. I told you I'm gonna sweep it. Gonna sweep it from here on out. Yeah, we'll see how many more uh, pop quizzes and uh, and whatnot we have the rest of the way. Speaking of quizzes, time now for our uh, trivia contest your opportunity to qualify for a trip to las vegas and if yesterday's any indication you can wind up going to las vegas without knowing knowing anything at all because i missed both questions yesterday and our contestant ended up just like that qualifying for a trip to las vegas a two-night stay at the westgate las vegas resort and casino plus a vip pod at the westgate superbook the world's largest race and sports book and on top of all of that a 250 dollars food and beverage credit Phone number to dial in. We have a couple of lines open right now if you'd like to play Chris versus the fans. 833-288-0973. Let's get busy. 
If you had one shot, one opportunity to take down the human almanac himself. Howdy do. Now is your time. Listen to me, this guy is dangerous. Now is your opportunity to win a prize. Well, I hope you know what you're in for. Chris versus the fans starts now on 97.3 The Fan. All right. We are having slight issues with the phones. So Uh if you are hearing just ringing, it's not me ignoring you. It's the phone's not telling me that you're there. We have three of the six lines telling me if someone's there or not. So we'll go with that. Uh, The rules are these. You have to make it through three questions. Each question is going to get more difficult. If you get the question right, you move on. If you get it wrong and Chris gets it right, you're eliminated. But if Chris gets it wrong, then you move on to the next question or you win. And as always, Chris versus the fans is brought to you by Genesis Home Improvements, San Diego's trusted painting, roofing, and window company. All right. With that said... We have some more Padres season trivia today. I have a bunch of those questions. So let's get started with Charles in San Diego. Charles, what's up? Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you doing today? Welcome very, to it, Charles. Good. How are you, Charles? I am here. Okay, you're here. He's okay. here. Well, okay, a, well, that's better than there. That's a so, start. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Charles. Uh, well, let's get started, and we're going to get started with the question number one. Uh, which Padres catcher leads his position in home runs on this team? In other words, what catchers hit the most home runs for the Padres this year? Uh, Alfaro, I think, is why. Uh, Alfaro? I'm a Yankees fan. Oh, oh he's oh, a Yankee oh, fan. Oh, Kyle Higashioka. Oh. What? Higashioka, the Yankee catcher. He's oh. thinking of the Yankees, oh, but wow. he got it. All right, Jorge Alfaro, very good. Oh. You're not gonna, you're not gonna love these questions if you're a Yankees fan. But here we go, Charles. Question number two. I don't know what's going on with Charles's phone, or the phones just aren't working. To be it's honest, this might be the phones in general. Yeah. Uh, all right. One Padres player had a hit in eleven consecutive games this season. Name that player. I don't even know if Charles is still there. Charles, I can only think of Manny Machado with this amazing oh. month of August. That's all okay. All right. Well, you played the game right. That is Manny Machado. He had 11 oh, games oh. with a hit. So Very good, Charles. You're one away from qualifying for Las Vegas. Here we go. Question number three. From August 8th through August 13th, which Padres player led the team with a double in five consecutive games? I want to see Machado again. <laughs> and if not, I know I got I got the answer, but I'm going Manny Machado again. Manny Machado. I mean, he's always a great guess, but I wouldn't do that back-to-back question, so that is incorrect. But stay there. Chris needs to know this, and this is yeah. not easy, I don't think. It's not, but I remember it. You remember it. Yeah, Hassan Kim had a stretch of uh, five, six games in a row with a double. 
So I assume it was those days. Yes, it was. Wow. Sorry, Sorry about Charles. That, Charles. You, you made it pretty far for today. being a Yankees fan. Not knowing much about. <laughs> not knowing much about uh, for being a Yankees. Well, fan. Well, he said he didn't know much about him because he was a no, Yankees. No, I said fan. he was a Yankees fan. I mean, just because I mean you're a fan of a certain. I mean, you're a 49er fan, but you still know things about other teams. Okay, good point. Good point. So yeah, Hassan Kim. I, I didn't realize that he had those five doubles or those doubles. Uh, at least one double in five straight games. Yeah, that's pretty good. All right, let's go to our next contestant. Let's go to Peter. Peter, are you ready to play? I'm ready, and congratulations, Gravy. Thank you. Oh, oh thank you very much. Winning a I, I thought quiz. for a second there, I, I'm so used to losing. I was like, what is he congratulating? But thank you very much, Peter. I appreciate <laughs> it. Sounded that. like you just had a yeah. child almost. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I was like, man, I must have done something right in my life. But thank very you. Good. Thank you. Here we go. Question number one, Peter. Which retired baseball player had the longest major league career with 27 seasons? Oh, wow. Um, Is this the number one? Yes. 27 seasons. Is this not I'm a number one? I'm drawing a play. I'll give you a hint I'm since it seems play. like it's a little, uh, it, it's a legendary pitcher. Uh, shoot, Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan, I gave you the hint, and you got it correct. Yay, yes. well done. Very good. Nice. I can't believe it. 27 years for that guy. Yeah, that's, still that's a throwing, lot. He's probably still throw about 97 right now. <laughs> he probably could. Yeah. All right, Peter, that was a great way to play question number one. Here is question number two. Which Padres starting pitcher struck out the most batters in one start this season? Um, gosh. Padres starter struck out the most batters in one start this season. Who was it? So I'm going to have to go U Darvish. U Darvish. Good guess. Mm. Incorrect. Stay there. Chris, do you know? Um, I think I do. Okay. I, I don't. I recall Sean Manaya having one huge strikeout game this year. I'm going to go with that. Sean Manaya. Incorrect. Ah. Blake Snell just did this. He struck out 13. Blake in Snell. The last couple weeks. Ah, that's because I was on vacation that week. Oh, you were, I think. Yeah, I missed it. Wow, okay. Yeah. Right. Well, that's so, good news for Peter. Yeah, Peter, here you go. Question number three for the Vegas qualification. Uh, this is going to be a really, really tough one. Who was the last Padres player to hit at least one home run in three consecutive games? I'll just go with the longest tenured Padre, Will Myers. Will Myers. Stay there, though. This is a tough one. Chris. Yeah, it's really tough. Who I was mean, the last I... Padres player to hit at least a, one home run in three consecutive games? I have no idea. Uh, Jake Cronenworth. Jake Cronenworth. Peter wins. He gets the qualification. It was, of all people, Trent Grisham. 
He did it on August 1st, and then he he hit one on August 1st, and then on August 2nd, they had a doubleheader, and he hit two in two separate games. Wow. So three hit one games in each in a game. Row. Three yeah. games in a row. Three games in a row for Trent Christian. Well, maybe Christian. Trent Christian will start another one of those streaks on Friday in the playoffs. Let's hope. Let's hope. Wouldn't that be something? But good job. Good Congratulations, job, Peter. Peter. You are the winner today. It's Chris versus the fans. I tell you one thing. I felt like I was out in deep left field today. <laughs> Did not know good. any of those questions. So those you really had questions. me stumped today, except for the hot sign Kim one. It's the only one I remembered. Uh, so uh, good on you, Peter. You uh, qualify for the grand prize two-night stay at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino, plus a VIP pot at the Westgate Superbook, the world's largest race and sports book, and a $250 food and beverage credit. Hopefully by month's end, Peter, that prize will be yours. We will take a quick break when we come back. Time for our weekly fantasy football report. You'll never believe what happened in my game. You'll never believe what happened in script. Anyway, you won't believe what happened in any of our games. We'll in a go- lot of games. Yeah, we'll update you on our fantasy week and uh, get some thoughts from uh, John Flint, who's uh, our morning show guy from our sister station, KSON. He's in our fantasy football league. Crushing See how he did this week. Too. Yeah, he's having a big – well, he had a loss, but yeah. <laughs> it's, been, uh, it's been a good start to his season. Anyway, we'll talk some fantasy football when Gwen and Chris continues on 97.3 The Fan After Traffic. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. All right, welcome back to the program. 418 is the time. Chris Ello, Matt Scraby together in our Odyssey Palace Studios. Tony Gwynn Jr. licking his wounds at Petco Park. Tony suffering the rare defeat on his birthday, no less, getting knocked off by Matt Scraby in our uh, pop quiz today. But Tony will resurface for our Big Five, which comes up at the bottom of this hour. Right now, though, we're going to talk a little fantasy football. Scraby, I need a little music. To accompany yes. me through Sorry this segment. About that. Sorry about that. Otherwise, we go nowhere. I'll tell you one thing. I had a very stressful fantasy football Monday night. You sure did. I really did. I went into my game against uh, our defending champion, Connor. Two-time defending champion, Connor. 
And surprisingly, I was only behind by one half of a point. So it was a bit of a surprising weekend. Rashad Penny came up big for me, as did uh, J.K. Dobbins. So between the two of those and him having a bit of an off week, I was only a half point behind. But I still needed at least one catch from Allen Robinson. I had this in mind all night long. Much easier said than done, as it turned out. Allen Robinson did not catch a pass until late in the third quarter. And at that, it was just a one-yarder. But it was enough. It was to, enough in a PPR league. It was enough in a PPR league to catapult me past Connor into a victory. But I'll tell you one thing: Allen Robinson is very stressful to watch because they never throw him the ball. No, they don't even look at him. They don't even look at him. So I'm going to have to make a make a change in my lineup there. Even though I did pick up a victory this a week to improve my record to two and two. How about you? Did you uh, have? A, you didn't have nearly as much stress because. Your chance for victory went down the tubes very quickly you know last what? night. I was I, I was uh, I was welcoming of the defeat that I took yesterday. Yes, you had one of those moments in sports where your team does something good, but, but your, your fantasy, fantasy team, team does something bad, just all lost. in the same moment. Just lost because I I was leading by four points going into Monday Night Football. Yeah, and our old guy Will, this guy, that guy. He uh, ended up having Jeff Wilson Jr. and Jeff Wilson Jr. ran that uh, touchdown 30, in the first. I think it was quarter. like thirty-two yards in the first quarter, and it was all over. Which that was, was enough for me. Will to win, but at the same time, it gave the 49ers the lead. I, I, I so what was your reaction? My reaction was I yes, need, no, 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 yes, okay. Well, no. I'm not sure. My reaction was yes, I need them on the board. The 49ers on the board. I already knew I was going to lose this game anyway. It would have been crazy for Jeff Wilson Jr. not to pick up four points in the game. So if he's going to pick it up, he might as well he pick might it up as well with a touchdown do it early. But I had a uh, you know Kyle Pitts is a very very interesting case because everybody ranks him as one of the best tight ends in the league. He, he gets nothing. He gets nothing, Chris. Apparently, the Falcons don't seem to agree with everybody yeah. else out there. They never throw him the ball. Are we all just stupid, or is Arthur Smith just not a good coach and not trying to target his better players? Arthur Smith doesn't care what you think, and that's, I know he said he so last and week. He fine. said, I'm not here to play fantasy football. I, and I agree I'm here with to him. win games. I agree with him. And whereas I agree with that as well, the thing is, it would seem like the Falcons would have a better chance to win if they gave Kyle Pitts the rock. Yeah, I also made a uh, very, very stupid move. It ended up not uh, costing me in the end, but I have the Tampa Bay defense, and I didn't like Tampa Bay going up against the Chiefs, so I was going to put the Pittsburgh Steelers defense in there instead, but I realized I didn't realize I won the waiver that morning. So the eight and a half points on the Steelers bench was just sitting there, and the uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers only had one. So I would have lost by three points. Wait, what happened? You... I, I picked up on Saturday night. I didn't like the Tampa Bay defense. So you going picked up the, the Steelers Saturday night, but you didn't realize you had them because I had to put in a waiver claim, and then the waiver claim had to go through, and I didn't see that I selected them, and then forgot. And I then, see. yeah, so that was a pretty stupid move. But you can't forget in no, fantasy football. No, no you can't. I mean, you basically only have one job, and that's to put your lineup in. Yeah, that's really it. And still, you manage to forget. Now, so Scraby falls to two and two. Yeah. I'm two and two. What about Tony Gwynn Jr.? Boy, did he have a, a bit of a miraculous win this week in the sense that his starting quarterback Jameis Winston was out. So he was forced to go with Geno Smith. I can't believe it. How did that work out for him, Scraby? Swimmingly. It went quite he, nicely. 31.7 points for Unbelievable. Gino. 31 points. He ended up beating Lori, my wife, by about 
I think he ended up winning by 20 or so. It's, so that 31 uh, was big. 24. Yeah, but that 31 was big for Geno Smith to help Tony win. So, you know, all three of us are two and two right now. Yes, we are two and two. Mm-hmm. This is why I did not brag about my team before the year because it was, I, I just knew this was going to happen at some point. My team, Jamar Chase, is not, not if. If I didn't select him in the eighth round, I'd be much more angry. But Jamar Chase isn't doing it right now. On your team, you got Stephon Diggs, but he's not really. I mean, he he was all right this weekend. He scored all of his points in one game. Dalton Schultz had zero. Yeah, that didn't help. Uh, you also, this is also something that I gave Chris credit for, is that he started Rashad Penny. I stayed with him after three tough games to open the season. 29.7 points. That's what paid off for me. Let's take a look at some of the leaders in fantasy football. Through five weeks, because I think, or through four weeks, I think it's rather surprising. The quarterback position, Lamar Jackson, is on top. That isn't surprising. He's already got 316 yards rushing. <laughs> is that more than almost any other player in the NFL? I would think so. There, yeah, yeah. Josh yeah. Allen is second in quarterback stats. Jalen Hurts is third. I think Jalen Hurts has been a surprise. Everybody right now is saying, oh, yeah, we knew this all along. You didn't know he's going to be this good. No. He's been way better than advertised. Patrick Mahomes is fourth. Here's a su- the surprise. Jared Goff is the fifth best quarterback right now. You know, Richard Sherman tweeted out last night, you can't tell me that Jared Goff isn't better than Matt Stafford. And I'm All like, right. I'm like, it, it's it, Matt Stafford just won a Super Bowl. Let's pump the brakes on that. He just even won a Super Matt, Bowl even though for Matthew the Stafford Rams. was Well, I don't know what Matthew Stafford was supposed to do last night. They basically tackled him every time he took a Did step back to pass. Did you see his arm? His arm after the game was, like, all bruised and battered. He was beaten up last night for sure. The top running back right now, everybody knew this was going to happen. Saquon Barkley. Why couldn't you do this last year? Saquon Barkley, not only the uh, top uh, fantasy point scorer, leading rusher in all of football with 463 yards. Nick Chubb is second place in fantasy. He's already scored five touchdowns. Austin Eckler moved into third with his huge performance this past weekend. Here's another surprise on the leaderboard. Clyde Edwards-Alaire yeah. is in fourth. And even more of a surprise, Jamal Williams of Detroit. Definitely. With six touchdowns already, is the fifth leading running back. The guy's not even a starter on his own team. No. But he's taking all the points away from my guy, DeAndre Swift. So he's hurt. I really appreciate that, Jamal. I really appreciate that. And that's your top five running backs. Top five wide receivers, leader. Once again, Cooper Cup. You know, people said he couldn't do it again. Well, he can do it again if Matthew Stafford looks for him on every single possession. Literally. I'm looking at targets right now. Oh. The leading guy in targets in the National Football League is Cooper Cup with 54. Next most is Devontae Adams with 47. So that means Cooper Cup's getting about two more targets per game than any other receiver in football. He had 19 last night. Turned it into 14 catches last night, and he's the fantasy point leader. Stephon Diggs, on the strength of a 45-point game that Monday night against Tennessee, is still second in the overall scoring. Tyree Kill is third. That's a guy that's on on your clubs, Gravy. Tyree Kill has been great. He's done all right. Uh, Justin Jefferson is fourth, and Jalen Waddell is fifth. So the Dolphins have two of the top five, although we'll see if that holds up yeah. now that Tua is on the injured list for a while. The guy that's – there's been a lot of guys disappointing. I mean, you could go through and see a, you know, a bunch of guys that haven't done quite what you expected them to do. But 
It's only four weeks in, so I think it's a little early to start bashing people for being disappointing. Oh, yeah, I agree with you. And uh, I did FanDuel last night for the game, and uh, I picked my five players. In a Monday Night Football game, you only pick five players in the game. You pick an MVP, which gets two times the points, and then you get another guy who's one and a half times the points, and then three just regular points. Okay. Uh, the, the the person who won the million dollars had the most wild lineup I've ever seen in my life. It was They put the 49ers defense in their MVP spot, which is amazing because you get a bunch of points for a pick six. It's an cr- incredible amount of points for a pick six. Okay. Um, but I, I bring that up just because who would ever think a defense would be scoring as many points as some of these defenses had this year? The the Bucks have scored a ton of points in a game. Uh, I think your team had a really good defense one week. Early in the season, but uh, the, the Bills are the overall defensive point leader with 65 points through four games. So that's, that's a lot for a defense. They're averaging 16 points a week. 49ers, Eagles are top three. So there you have it. All right, there's our fantasy football recap for week number four. Scraby, Tony, myself, all of us now sitting at two and two through four weeks of the season. That's not good. That's bad. Good for me. I'm on a two-game losing streak. Good for me. I I was one Uh, and two last week. Can we real quick uh, give credit to Coach, who is just piling up the points in our league? Sure. He's he's what what has he done? uh, He's just winning. That's all he does. He's three and one. He is three and one. You know, beat him. Me. All right. So, but he's scoring coach. incredible amounts of points. Yeah. Well, I'm he, trying to find he got it. lucky and picked up TJ Hawkinson in the 93rd round, and the guy scored 40 points as a tight end this past week. Here it week. is. Chris, uh, Chris, coach is has scored 589 points. The next highest total is 511. Yeah. Which coach is, great. is having a great start to the season. I'm proud. I'm proud. I'm proud of him. You are. Sure. All right. Because everybody made fun of him after the draft. Said he didn't know what he was doing. I, I don't think we said that. I think we. That's all exactly our, what you I, said. I think we all raised That's our eyebrows. That's exactly what you said. You said, "Oh my God, Coach doesn't know what he's doing." Well, Did he you see his kicker. draft? He took a kicker in like the tenth round. Yeah, well, it's working, working just fine for it him. Is. So, uh, Coach is uh, having a good start to the season. He's one of the teams at three and one. I believe Braden, his sidekick, is also three and one. So, let's just put it this way: at this point of the season, their show is doing a little better than our show. We got to change that, Chris. Well, see what we can do. It's fantasy football. Like I said, all you can do is put your lineup in and take your best shot. Uh, We'll take our best shot at a quick break. Come back with our big five as Gwen and Chris continues. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop 
what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. You know what I love about the Major League Baseball playoffs is that the only way that you are going to get to listen to your local Padres broadcasters is through the radio because TV, there are no uh, Mud and Don. It's just Jesse and Tony That's to right. listen to. So you can stream the Padres baseball games on the Odyssey app and 97.3 The Fan. They'll be here for you for every pitch of the Padres as the Padres try to bring home their first World Series. Yeah, title. I, you know what? I shouldn't do it like that because you know there may be some people that don't really like listening to me and, and no, Jesse that and doesn't very, that no. doesn't exist and are, and are very upset that they you know don't get Don. I and think Lutz, it is so. too bad that you can't get your uh, local TV guys. I do too, but, but, if, but what are you going to do? That's the rule. I'm going to take advantage well, of it. What are you going to do? I mean, every game is on national television. There's no need to right. Do a local there's broadcast, the, that's the tra- so. that's the trade off, right? Is that's that it, you yeah. know you get your team more nationally exposure however yeah. it's going to be voices but the old it's, it's something as old as television and radio itself i mean i grew up in, in los angeles tony you know i mean how many times was a laker game on national tv and you turn down the sound and listen to chick hearn uh, oh, I all mean, the a time. million times i mean there was there was no nba play-by-play guy on tv that was anywhere close to chick hearn so it was a lot yeah. more fun to listen to chick so same deal with uh, the baseball playoffs. Turn down the sound. Listen to uh, yeah. Jesse and Tony. Just pause the TV real quick, and then that's the only thing. Is the radio waves go the just sink, a yeah. fraction of a second and faster? The app, and the app you gotta is a sink little it bit up. behind, so you got to sync it up. Sync like, it up. Yeah, it's like nine, nine, ten seconds behind. So all right, that leaves me out because you know <laughs> Chris is going to be syncing. <laughs> Can you imagine me trying to sync it up? It would not work. <laughs> Lori, I can't figure this out. Is, Ends up breaking his remote control out of frustration. Wow. He probably yeah, would. I he would do that. Would. All right. Number five. Well, let's talk about the Padres. As we know, they clinched, and we await the wild card round that starts on Friday. I know it may be too early, but it is never too early to be talking about the future of Will Myers. He has a club option next season, which is unlikely to be picked up by the team at $20 million. But I think Will has proven how valuable he is to this team. Tony, do you think the Padres see Will Myers in their future with a different contract? That's a good question. Um, I, I would have to believe that Will still wants a chance to play every day. Mm. Um, and just based off of, and you know, maybe there's there's just there's just too much to to information that we need to know. Still, I mean, I, here's what I'll say: based off of you know. Will himself, I think there's there's probably a, probably a, a lot of him that wants to play on an everyday basis, or or a close to kind of uh, deal, and, and then there's the the money situation. How much does he value himself at? You know, where does the market say he's at? I think that will all be a factor in because remember Padres, uh, what second year in a row over the the tax yeah uh, the tax number. So it's going to have to be something that fits. In with uh, the roster in terms of the financial financial part of it, but I think he certainly has proven to be valuable, and he may be finding his niche here with, you know, kind of moving, uh, basically a super utility with with some with some pop, yeah. right? I mean, that's that's kind of what he, he's he's been this year for him since coming back, right? He's not playing every day, but 
He's playing first. He's playing left. He's playing right. He's played center. So, I mean, that, there's some value there that uh, a team like the Padres can utilize. Uh, it's just a matter of what the, what's the price tag going to be. Yes, he he did hit a homer run last night, right? Why? Am, yes, yes he his did. homer yes, was he the did. one that won it. Yes, eventually. that's what I thought. That's what I thought. Uh, I just forgot for a second. Chris, what do you think? Do you think the Padres see Will Myers in their future with a different contract? I think they do see him in their future with a different contract. Uh, I think yeah. that's a, I think that's an accurate statement. The question is: Is there another team out there that's going to be willing to give him market value, where he can go and make you know a better deal for himself and? I don't know that he's done enough statistically to warrant a, a big contract somewhere next year, yeah. but I think the Padres have seen how valuable he is the second half of this season. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised to see him getting some time in center field in the playoffs right now. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I think their best offensive lineup has him in it and him in center field as long as Grisham is struggling as badly as he is. So, uh, yes, I think Will Myers definitely fits here next year. He's a terrific guy. I mean, we've talked about this in the past. It's not just us saying it. I think everybody gets along with Will. He's a great team player. He's got a great attitude. I think you'd love to have him on your ball club. But yeah. if somebody else out there like the Tigers or the Twins or the Royals or something like that wants to give him an everyday contract, then he should go take that because I don't think he's going to get that same offer with you know with the Padres. Well said, Chris. That's two days in a row you got me, man. Good job. Very nice job. But you I should see the look of like accomplishment that. on his face. <laughs> no. <laughs> he, he did this Blind thing. squirrel finds I wish I would have said it like that. I hemmed and hawed for like five minutes before I got to my point. It's so all right. Good. It's all right. We all love Will Myers, and we hope that he stays for the right price. Number four. We didn't talk about this yesterday because we were just a little busy, but Shohei Otani has agreed to a $30 million deal with the Los Angeles Angels for the 2023 season in the two-way superstar's final year of arbitration, avoiding a potentially very complicated arbitration case with the 2021 AL MVP. His deal is fully guaranteed with no other provisions, and it's the largest one-year contract ever given to an arbitration-eligible player, surpassing the $27 million uh, given to Mookie Betts by the Boston Red Sox in January of 2020, just a month before he was traded to the Dodgers. So, Chris, is this more, less, or about the same you thought he may get? I bet this is about right for Shoei Otani. I mean, it's, it shows you where we are in this day and age of sports where somebody gets a $30 million one-year contract, and you really don't even bat an eye at it. Uh, uh, I mean, this guy's the best individual talent in all of baseball, so $30 million sounds good to me. Uh, he'll go play next year, and then uh, he'll take it from there. The only thing I would be concerned with as the Angels is, you know, are they going to still have any money left to get any other players? I I was watching an Angel game the other night, and everybody in the stands had a, had a T-shirt, like a red angel color T-shirt, and they all said Trout and Otani on them. And I'm like, well, that's nice because that's your team. <laughs> I mean, you don't even have the rest of a team there true. In, in Anaheim. So. You know, it'll be it'll be interesting. I think Otani takes the money here and runs after that. Because I think, just like every other sport, Tony, you play for yourself your first few years in the league, and then eventually you start playing for the team. And I think Otani's going to want to be part of a winning situation. And I, I just don't see that in Anaheim, the way they're managing that ball club. Tony, what do you think? Do you think this deal for Otani was more or less or about the same you thought he may get? Uh, probably less which is why it was in the best interest for the Angels to settle. Because if the number gets any higher, you start now, you really getting into how much you're going to be able to improve your ball club uh, at this point. Um, 
It's funny that Chris said that because I, I guess it's a, a, a question of where is Otani at? Like, he didn't make a, a boatload of money when he came over from Japan. Um, so uh, is he still in play, you know, get get his loot first mode, or is he ready now to go play for a contender? Because really he's had two healthy seasons if we're counting this year, right? He was banged up that first season. Then he had the Tommy John. And now you're seeing a healthy version of what it can do now. And so uh, I, I guess where is Otani at in terms of what he's looking for at this point? But, yeah, it does seem like, um, you know, uh, you know, it just seems like he, he it seems like he would, as Chris said, jump ship after this is all said and done. But I, I would say it's less. All right. Number three. I just clicked it. Did you guys hear the click? If yes, and I just up. said it when you Did clicked it. Number three. There Thank it is. you. Red Sox outfielder uh, um, Alex Verdugo. Yeah, for a second there, I was like, what did I just say? But Who? I'm about to <laughs> tell you why I just thought about that. Anyway, Red Sox outfielder Alex Verdugo was once a Dodger, but was traded to the Red Sox before the 2020 season. He was asked about that season for the Dodgers, and here's what he said. Quote, a 60-game season, it's still hard to to judge to this day. Like, yeah, it's the World Series, right? Yeah, they got a ring. But they didn't play any games at their home field. They didn't. There weren't any fans there. It was 60 games. Anyone could ball out for 60 games. That's, that extra 102 is a big difference. They won it. It's a true one for what we call it. But I still call it as I see it. It's still a 60-gamer, end quote. <laughs> Tony, is Alex Verdugo being a hater of his former team? I, I, I mean... He's not the only one that feels like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, you know, that goes for a lot. I mean, shoot, the Padres had a huge – I mean, that was the first time they had reached the playoffs since, oh, what, 06? Yeah. At that time. In a full so, season. You know, everybody, oh, is, is losing, yeah, yeah. everybody is losing something, uh, you know, from that standpoint. If, you you know, it's you're, it's a 60-game sprint. It's not the same as this, right, um, as what we saw the Padres do a few days ago when they clinched, or any of that for that matter. So – you certainly aren't going to be able to take away from from it, but a lot of people hold the opinion that it's just not it's not it's not on the same playing field um, as going to full one sixty two and winning a title. Doesn't take away that the fact that they they got one. It's a ring. It counts. It's a title nonetheless. But I think most people around baseball would tell ha, will have that same opinion. Chris, and this is coming from a dude who was a part of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris, is Alex Verdugo being a hater of his former team? Uh, he's probably accurate, but he sounds a little bitter. He does. He's, he's coming <laughs> off a little bitter here. The only thing I'll say is, you know, I mean, everything Tony said about the season and about the fact that a sprint is different than a marathon. But at the very end of it, the Dodgers players all got rings, and they didn't get 60% of a ring. No, they got they a whole big fat ring. And, uh, you know, it's it's to me, even though people are, you know, other than Dodger fans are not going to like it, it's always going to go down as a championship for the Los Angeles Dodgers. I mean, officially, you know, they won in 1981. They won in 88. And officially they won in 2020. So uh, it is a championship. Everybody was on the same playing field. Everybody had the same you know, 60 games and same playoff setup, and uh, and they came out on top. So it was a strange year. It had to be a strange year because of unforeseen for, uh, circumstances. Yes, Verdugo sounds a little bitter uh, to me, even if he's accurate. All right. Number two. 
Denver Bronco fans are not enjoying their new head coach in the first month of their season. Nathaniel Hackett has been booed at home in his debut. The crowd has yelled out the play clock to make sure he is aware of how much time is left. (laughs) And now fans are lumping in Russell Wilson with the criticism. Broncos fans hate the Raiders. That is their rival from this article that I read from the Broncos. uh, Broncos radio station. That's accurate. According to the article... Uh, Russell Wilson posed with Derek Carr for the jersey swap after the game, and Coach Nathaniel Hackett said that this this game was just another game. Fans were not happy with this. Fans were not happy that Russell Wilson and Derek Carr did the jersey swap. I know we've talked about it a million times, and it's going to happen. But fans said they just didn't. They don't really expect for these guys to hate them, hate the Raiders, but they do want them to at least recognize the history. And kind of, sort of, be on their side. Have their back. Have the same passion. Yes. Chris, does a new coach and player need to adopt the team rival? They don't necessarily have to adopt the new team rival. It's going to take a little time for Russell Wilson, uh, personally, to build up a dislike for the Raiders. He played in the other conference for his entire year, or for his entire career. So I I don't think you can expect that. A new coach, though, should understand his fan base and understand that, you know, if you coach at Michigan, you got to beat Ohio State. And if you coach the Broncos, you, you want to beat the Raiders. You just want to push this game off to the side as another game. But as far as Nathaniel Hackett is concerned, I cannot believe this guy got an NFL coaching job. <laughs> there are so many qualified, overqualified candidates out there, minority candidates out there that could have gotten this opportunity. This guy is really struggling. He's he, he doesn't know when to call timeout. He's constantly on the uh, communicating with his people upstairs, trying to figure out, you know, when to do, you know, strategic moves. And I, I said this the other day. Um, I think Russell Wilson's struggling with his new coach because I think Russell Wilson understands the game better than his coach does. Probably. And imagine being a quarterback and having plays come in late and things that you don't agree with being told to you in your headset and not being able to do anything about it. Uh, I, I think that's a very frustrating situation. I think it's going to get worse in Denver before it gets better. Tony, uh, do you think a new coach and player need to adopt a team rival? Uh, yeah, I guess in some ways, yes. In some ways, no. Um, I, I think in, in terms of, you know, the the Denver what's Denver Broncos head coach name Nathaniel is Hackett Nathaniel Hackett I think uh, I'm reluctant to say that he doesn't know what he's doing because I also said the Eagles head coach didn't know what he was doing. yeah Sirianni looks like he before knows what he, he's doing right now <laughs> before I before I had to eat my words on it so but he certainly there's no question that Nathaniel Hackett has has struggled uh, to to with with all elements of it it may be that he's having a hard time trying to manage too much and maybe he needs to delegate. I don't know what the answer is, but uh, he certainly has struggled. In terms of him having to take off, I think, as Chris said, it takes some time. Like, unless, like, Nathaniel Hackett grew up in Denver and, like, just knew, like, the, you know, was a part of that, it's really hard to adopt it unless you you know something about it, Uh, at least instantly. Now, over time, I'm sure – He'll see what everybody else sees, and if he's there long enough, yeah, what everybody, yeah, if he can survive, <laughs> see, see if what everybody else sees, and um, he'll be able to um, to adopt it. Now, in terms of Russell Wilson, that's you know that's what they do now. So, like everybody needs to get over it. Like they swap jerseys. I promise you, who, who's another rival? Uh, there will be some Charger Raider people exchanging jersey. There will be Kansas City Denver. 
whatever the, that that happens. There would never be a 49ers Seahawks jersey swap. Yes, I there will you, be. I bet you there no, will there be. Has I bet been. you there already has. I believe been. Richard Sherman did it one year. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, listen. I'm old, listen. I as long as you can't stand them when the when the, the clock is going and the game is being played, that's all I, I ultimately care about. Does it make for better theater if you, you hate him in general? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Russell Wilson, not doing much riding this season, guys. Not yet, but you know what? The, 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 the only thing about the Broncos is they are 2-2. Two and two. Right. It seems like they're 0-4. Like 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 but, yeah, they're, they are still struggling. Number one. All right, well, it's a tale as old as time. A protester on the field during a football game, this time during the Monday night football game, and they got loose last night, were spraying pink smoke everywhere on the field. Then the protester went and ran in front of the Rams' sidelines. That's when Rams linebacker Bobby Wagner decided to step off the sideline, lower his shoulder, and just completely level the protester. Uh, protester went down. They took care of him, and they took him <laughs> off the field. First thing I thought in this weird world we're in is – as a player, I mean, should you be doing that? What if you hit him and kill him? What happens then? I mean, that's kind of a great He's area. trespassing. I guess, but I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not going to argue yeah. it because that's not the question. So, Tony. Well, it came across your brain for some It did. Reason. It did because that's the world we live in. I mean, everybody sues everybody. If that if that guy is pro, is trespassing. Well, if, if he's dead, Wagner, he's not going to sue If he's dead, him. he's not suing anybody. <laughs> With the family will is what I'm trying to say. Someone would sue someone. Yeah, but Tony, would you take out the protester if you were a player on the field? Oh my gosh! If I had equipment like like he if did? you were Bobby Wagner, no problem. Oh my lord! Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you got exactly I mean, what he. You don't know. To. First of all, you, these people, you don't know what their intent is. And he had they, smoke. You don't know what that is, right? Like so, if I got a helmet, pads on. Oh my! And I'm oh, Bobby Wagner didn't even get him like real good too. He could have like. He got him about him 80% up. good, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just think that Bobby Wagner was that big compared to that guy. It looked like 80%. Yeah. I bet you that was like 50%. Probably. He could have, he <laughs> like, backpedaled, like, lined him up and really, like, gave it to him. Yeah. But he, he just kind of caught him from the side there. But the, the, my man, somebody snapped a still still photo of my man after he, like, like instantly, like, after he got hit. His face is just... Like, ow? It, it looks like he's in a lot of pain. <laughs> I love that. I mean, I have always wondered what it would be like for a normal human being to get hit by an NFL player, and I saw yeah, you him last saw night. <laughs> and, and Bobby Wagner wasn't even my moving. My man went into a completely different direction after he hit him. <laughs> Chris, do you, uh, would you take out a protester if you were a player? I, I would be a little more careful uh, because, honestly, you really don't know what the, the protester is bringing to the table. Uh, I, I think the greatest example of all of this was uh, at Dodger Stadium many years ago when Rick Monday was playing center field for the Cubs. And a protester ran out on the field, and the outfield tried to light the American flag on fire. Oh, wow. And Rick Monday raced over, and at the last second before the flag was uh, was lit, uh, reached down, grabbed the flag, and made away with the flag and saved the day. Rick Monday was forever a hero in Los Angeles, and I believe he's still a hero in Los Angeles to this day as a broadcaster, but that was a great moment in uh in history, if I were, you know, remember Rick Monday doing that, and he was with the Cubs at the time. But uh, if you go out on the field and somebody cleans your clock, as happened last night, you come into my courtroom with a lawsuit against that person for cleaning your clock. Guess what? <laughs> Throwing that out in Get about out two seconds. Room. Get out Get of my out courtroom. Of my courtroom. <laughs> if you're stupid enough to run out on the field, then whatever happens to you happens to you. 
All right. I appreciate it. That was a really good big five, guys. I'm really glad good you like five. Uh, we still, Chris, did you know we still have one more Tony interview to play from the celebration on Sunday? All right, we could do that. Yes, we have uh, Tony talking with closer Josh Hader. And so we will play that uh, at some point when we get back in the last half hour of the show on 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.